So what are you going to talk about today? Happy Saturday, January 12th, 2019. Is that what it is? Yep. One second, I need to situate. Okay. How was your day? No, I thought we were going to talk about millennials. Yeah. What do you want to talk about millennials? What is technically a millennial? Ooh, that is a good point. I, I actually looked that up the other day, but let me... um. Let me do a little Google search right now. So like any generation type thing, I think it's definitely due or like it's determined on when you were born. Yes. But I've had a lot of people say... Up for discussion? No, say I'm a millennial or at least I act like one. And I'm not technically sure what specific um, type... I guess. You want to know what what the definition of millennial is, essentially, right? Well, that, but also what years does that consist of? Okay, so I just typed in what is... (laughs) I typed in what is a millennials. I don't know why it autocorrected that. What is a millennial? So, dictionary definition. There's two definitions. Well... So the first definition is denoting or relating to a period of a thousand years. But that's like millennium, I would think. But anyways, it says millennial. Hmm. Second one is denoting people reaching young adulthood adulthood in the early 21st century. All right, so. Yeah, because I know there's like Gen X, Gen Y. So it says start date here is if you're born 1981. So it says between 1981-82 through 2004. You're a millennial? Apparently. I don't know. Wikipedia. Please hold. Interesting. Millennials, also known as Generation Y or Gen Y. Oh, I thought they were different. They follow the Gen X and pro- preceding Gen Z. Okay, okay, okay. Typically use the early 1980s as starting birth years and the mid-90s to early 2000s as end birthing years. Okay. So that'd be so basically the 80s, I'd say two decades after the 80s roughly. Is a millennial. Yeah. So if we want to paint a broad stroke, say like 82 to, I think it's at like 2004-ish. Interesting. Which, so- you know, I would have cut that off at like mid-90s or so. I would have, yeah. Like, give it 15 years. So, anyways, we are millennials. Okay, okay. Do you feel any different? No, I don't, I guess. Would you Have you ever, like, defined yourself as such, though? Sorry to cut you off. No, I don't think so. I mean... Because, I mean, what are the most notorious generations? You got baby boomers. Which I think is my parents, mom and yeah. dad. Yeah. Um. But you know where that comes from too, right? No. The baby boom. I believe it's because like after war, everyone came home and started popping kids like it was going out of style. Yeah. Well, I figured it had something to do with that, but I guess I didn't know exactly what years that was. And then grandparents, I don't know because I don't know. Well, here's the thing. So you got baby boomers, right? And then Gen Xers and then millennials. Like those are the only three that I know of. Which, that's such a broad spectrum. I mean, that's those are three really big buckets. Right. And I feel like, you know, people within a bucket can be so different. Multiple That buckets. it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I wouldn't. Well, here's the thing. I think most of this is always determined by like, I don't even want to say social media, but media at the time will, some fancy writer will think they're, being smart about something you know like i don't know you'd have to go back and look at where these terms or originate from but something like baby boom that sounds like something a copywriter or a writer would come up with like you know what i mean it's just not like oh people born between these dates we're gonna call them this like someone came up with it i would assume right yeah i don't know how or when or why but anyways we are millennials what else do you want to know well, I find that interesting. You know, what are the typical, Ooh. stereotypical millennial so here traits? We go. Yeah, Wikipedia. You <laughs> went right into it. So we got the date range and age. Uh, date rate, date and age range. Oh my God, I can't speak. Which we went over. 
And then right below that, da -da 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 -da, it says traits. Let me read quick. All right, according to their hypothesis, they predicted millennials will become more like the civic-minded GI generation. I don't even know what that is, but anyways. With a strong sense of community, both local and global. Um, that's based on these, these two people, Strauss and Howe, their last names, I'm assuming. There's seven basic traits to the millennial cohort. Special, sheltered, confident, team oriented, or sorry, team oriented? Oriented. Huh. Yeah. Conventional, pressured, and achieving. I think those are all pretty accurate. I love the first one. Actually, the first two, special and sheltered. Because <laughs> this is the generation. I mean, that is very true, it's though. It's, you know, the participation ribbon generation, right? Oh, yeah. Totally. And I know a lot of people have their issues with that. Oh, back in my day, you only got a trophy or whatever if you want. I mean, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I don't disagree. Do you think that's there's like overarching implications though? Um, kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Not fostering, but like, like what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Like babying. I don't. There's a word. Coddling, cuddling. What's the? It's like coddling. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. You mean like participation awards are coddling? Yeah, like do you think there's a positive or negative impact? I guess you could say that with anything, right? I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't like participation awards, but I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I can see the pros and cons of going either way. Do you I think feel that like leads to like narcissism though, like that, and then people will always think like I'm a, a special snowflake. Type if they thing. get a participation award, right? Because they're important. No, you don't think that has any. I don't. No, I don't think that people think that way. Okay, but that's just me. Because I think, oh, you get a participation award. I'm kind of like. Okay, yeah, I'm not, that doesn't go right to my head. And I'm not like, oh, I'm special because I got this. Well, let's, let's be real here. We're not talking about you. I don't think that people in general, <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but, you know, I don't, I don't know. What do you think about that? I'm, I don't, I'm trying to think if I ever got a participation ribbon. I mean, I probably did. You know, back in the day, my brother and I, when we were really little, they would have um, kind of like the tractor that Grandpa got Hayden for Christmas. They'd have these little tractor pulls. Yeah. For us kids, and you'd pull a weighted sled. And uh, it was by weight class, I believe. And I don't, you might have gotten, I guess, a ribbon, but you, you know, first, second, and third place in each weight class, not age group, but weight class, um, would get like a, a tractor, like a small tractor and i won one one year wow that was weird uh and my brother didn't and i think you know I, I don't know i don't think i ever got a participation ribbon and things like that and to wrap it up i don't think they're needed i don't think they're needed no i mean i don't i don't think so either I think I can pull out three of my school tubs and find so many participation awards or like what I did and blah, blah, blah. And then you have all the signatures and you're like, sure. cool, you know, it's official, whatever. I never thought anything of them. I'm just like, okay, okay. great. You know, to me, internally, it didn't do anything. I just liked it. I just did those things to put on my resume. Sure. Obviously for college and jobs and whatever. I don't think they're necessary. I mean, so they're not necessary. But then, on your to your point, I mean, they kind of mean something, whether it's little or not. Like, if you still have them, they kind of mean something to you. No, I mean, it was just like I don't really want to throw this away because you know it's a nice sheet of paper that just says, "Hey, you participated in this." So it means nothing to you. Then why do we hold on to things that don't mean anything to us? I don't know. Why is the sky blue? I don't know. So anyways, 
this is interesting though because I feel like there's a lot of people that say like, oh, this particip- participation ribbon generation is like ruining things or whatever. And I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that either. I mean, every generation is going to have the extremes, right? Yeah, I don't think it's ruining anything. I just think there's a bigger issue than, and I'm going to say this wrong, but getting a participation award or that whole thing doesn't mean that these people are growing up being narcissistic or, you know, thinking that they're the shit. I mean, really, I don't think it's that in particular. I think it's society. I think there's so many other issues. So do you think there's other factors that factor into that? Because where I want to take this is going into the workplace. Because I've I've read articles about this too is um, millennials are kind of, I don't want to say hard to work with, but, and we've had this discussion too about Mm -hmm. getting like promotions at work or whatever. I'm very much in the mindset like I don't, the current position that I have, I'm happy with what I do. The job itself is fulfilling to me. I mean, I could always go in and we could always say, I want to go in and ask for more money. But at the end of the day, I don't think money's going to make me happy, but I'm happy doing what I'm doing because I have a creative outlet. Now you, on the other hand, you're very much in the, and correct me if I'm wrong, you like to have a job title, right? Like it's important. Why don't you, you state your beliefs then? You're yeah, giving me a let me, look. yeah, let me. Let me state my beliefs. No, I think it is important. We've had this conversation so many times. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to figure out, you know, why. Why is the title important over blah, 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 blah. I think I'm just very competitive too. And that comes from my dad. And it's just, I want the title because then it's showing. Because of the participation ribbon. No, not at all. Okay. I'm competitive. I want to be in first place. In gotcha. order to get there, I got to get up to first place. So, so I got to keep <clears throat> chipping away. At- do you think a lot of millennials, though, once again, we're painting broad strokes here, but do you think a lot of millennials are like that? Yes. Like want to climb the ladder? But here's the, yes. I mean, obviously everyone, if you're not wanting to move up and you're just content, I, I have somewhat of an issue with that as well. Yeah. But I think my point I'm trying to make here, and I'm, I'm sorry, I've just been word vomit. I feel like millennials are impatient in the workplace, meaning they come in and within a year or so, and I've seen this at my previous employer, I, they just want to move so quick. Like think back to like how many jobs our parents have had over the years. And think like nowadays, and maybe it's because society has changed, but like my dad's a bad example because he's a dairy farmer, but one, like pretty much one job. My mom has had like two. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you look at millennials, within 10 years of being out of school, they've probably changed jobs like two or three times at least. Oh, at least 10 years? Right. At least. I mean, we could look at ourselves. You're a different story than me. I've changed jobs twice. And I've changed jobs... Three? Quick math. I know, right? Well, the, three main ones. The big full-time ones. Right. I had a lot of part-time gigs, you know, in general. Because there was a time where I was out of full-time work, so then right. I was part-time and kind of picking up whatever. But no, yeah. I mean, I don't have a great track record. It's been like every three years I've been, so far you know, switching companies, but I'm also in the mindset of, I'm not going to do something that doesn't make me happy. And that is very millennial to say, I'm finding out I am very millennial by, but that's what we're kind of discussing about it. I mean, and I'm glad you said that because I I didn't want to say like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I was going to ask you, is it because you're not happy? Is it because you're searching for something? Is it because you don't know what you want to do? Cause I feel like, and I'm not saying you're the only one. I feel like that's what a lot of people are in the position because we live in a day and age where you can pretty much do whatever you want. You look and people are making money off of YouTube mm-hmm. or drop shipping websites mm-hmm. where those opportunities weren't there yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. And I think I agree. And because of that society is kind of, uh, I don't know, broaden their 
opportunities They've or monsters. <sighs> Essentially, yeah. I just look back and you know, my parents, my dad is in banking, so he's switched banks so many times because the banking industry is kind of cutthroat like that and you just go wherever they pretty much tell you to go. Sure. And my mom's just followed along, so she's kind of had, you know, whatever. But within the same industry, they both stayed, you know, pretty and they're very loyal. Um, I think that they had a hard time understanding why I was kind of floating from company to company to company. And that's yes. because they're in the mindset of, you know, who cares if it makes you happy or not? Like, it's just a job. It's a paycheck. And right. my mom has always said that. My dad just pretty much loves what he does. Right. But my mom's like, it's just a job. It's just a paycheck. Like, who cares? I, I've hated all my jobs my whole life, but it's a paycheck and blah, 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 blah. And she doesn't understand where I'm coming from. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to be somewhere for 40 plus hours a week if I'm unhappy and I hate being there. Right. That's a waste of time and I'm wasting my life away. So different. But that, and I think, I feel like that's how a lot of millennials think though. And I'm not saying that that's a result of like the participation ribbon generation. Right, I, I think agree. it's I think it's partly because there's more opportunities, um, but partly too the narcissism. And I'm not saying you're narcissistic, but I feel like that's gotten worse over the years. And I think that's you know once again society, social media, all that media in general. I mean, yeah, I I guess I guess I don't really know exactly where you're coming from, but I but if you're talking about you know, people coming in and they're like, oh, I want this much money. I can go over to X and they're going to give me more type thing. I mean thing. that, but even just looking at people that have been at a place for like a year or two and they're just like, oh, if they don't give me a promotion, I'm leaving. Oh. It's like, why do you think you need a promotion? Have you proved yourself? I mean, back in the day, I feel like you'd probably take a, cu- a couple years, like maybe five years before you get a promotion and I guess my whole point on that, too, is like, well, what's a promotion going to bring you? Does that bring you happiness? That's been my mindset. But going back to, like, what your mom was saying, too, about jobs, oh, it's just that, you know, I'm not happy. You ever watch that 70s show? Yes. I think there's a quote by Red Foreman. He's talking to Eric. Aww. He's like, that's why it's called a job, because you don't <laughs> like it. If it, if it was not a job to be called super happy fun time. Oh my gosh. I love it. It's something along those lines, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. Cause I guess I'd, I'd always been in that mindset too. It's like, yeah, it's just going to be a paycheck. Um, But once again, we live in a day and age where, you know, you can pretty much turn your passion into a paycheck too, if you really hustle. Yeah. And I think, yeah, just talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm millennial in that mindset of like that trait. Right. Yeah. Or mindset, I guess. Or, yeah. or that aspect of it, I guess. Because I'm like, well, no, I'm spending so much time here. You know, I'm not going to do something that I'm not happy doing, you know, where it's just my parents. That's what you did because it's a job and it that's all it is to them. Right. So I'm going to I just pulled this Wikipedia page back up because we weren't even like through it. So I'm going to go continue on what they were saying because what you were talking about struck a chord with me. So narcissism was described, but then they also say characterized by attention seeking behavior, power and dominance. And I think those three right there kind of hit home what I'm seeing in the workplace. And I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely think it de- depends on the individual. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm going to contradict myself because I said earlier, like, Oh, if you're not looking to move up, I should rephrase that. Cause Although I'm not necessarily looking to move up, I'm always looking to better myself. Mm-hmm. I think those are different. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm not, I wouldn't walk into my boss's office year after year and just be like, I need a promotion, I need a raise. Like, that's not me. I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if something came up where I'd financially need it or something, I might. But I'm happy doing, doing what I'm doing. As long as I'm doing something for me that makes me better at what I do. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense in my mind. It, I think it ties into what I, we talked about either last episode or two episodes ago. Yeah, no, that makes sense. 
What about you? As far as... You want to walk in and ask for promotion? Yes or no? No. Okay. I'm, I'm asking. You're giving me a look. Like, I know, because I said no, and then I was thinking maybe in my head, but I no. feel like it could go either way with you. I know. I... Because I, you're competitive, right? Yes, and we've o- always talked about this where, you know, I feel like I'm doing you know, X, Y, and Z, and it's not getting noticed. And, you know, hence why why that, you know, promotion hasn't been laid out on the table. But, you know, as we're talking about this, I'm like, oh, that's a millennial mindset of thinking like, hey, I've already done so much. Like, So I'm glad we're talking about this because the last time we talked about this, obviously mics weren't on. Um, Sometimes I feel like you think I'm taking the other side of the fence on things when I'm just trying to put things in perspective too. I know. I've never said that you don't deserve a promotion. No, but I think <clears throat> I think now I need to get in the mindset of I'm at a job that I love and that's the f- first time in my life I can have probably I can 100% say that. I love what I do. And I do what I do at my job above and beyond or whatever because it's just me. I don't have it in my mindset of I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I want people to see and notice. I'm doing it because it's best for the customer. I love my job and well, it's built into your personality. It's going to make the company money, which is essentially going to better all of us. Yeah. But I think even at the root, if you get past that, it's, this is something I always tell myself. I don't even know if I've ever told you this. Like, I always say it in my mind, I don't half-ass anything. I whole-ass everything. I'm, I don't, I think I, it was probably on a bumper sticker or something I stole it from. But I think you just said, oh, whatever's best for the customer and the company. Yes, I agree with that. But also, it's in your personality to not half-ass anything. That whole mindset of like, um, if you're going to do something, you're going to see it through. Yep. At least that's been instilled in me. That's like, I, I'm trying to think like high school sports and stuff. I think my dad had always had a conversation with me. He's like, well, if you're going to do it, do it. Like, you're not going to quit halfway through the season. So then I think that prompted me definitely with football. I only did it two years. And a lot of people try to talk me into it. It's like, I, my passion's not there. So why even start right. it if I think I can't finish it? I'm just going to not go out next year or right. whatever it was. Um, so I think that's important because I think a lot of people definitely have that. It's just your personality. You're not going to half-ass it or just kind of skid by. I know, which is really good to have. I think it's the work ethic. Definitely. That comes from my parent, parents, which I think a lot of parents in that generation are really good about that. But but I nowadays, don't think, our, I mean, I was us, say millennials, I don't think really have that work ethic. Not well, I, We're painting broad strokes once again. Not all millennials, but. No, but I think us being parents need to be very, very aware of not conforming to society and babying, you know, all these kids. So we shouldn't be getting them tens of hundreds of gifts every year and all these toys that we have laying around. No, it was never about that. Yeah, well, I just want to, if anyone wants to buy some toys. Hey, most of these toys are from everyone else. I know. Anyways, I think it, yeah, it goes back to work ethic. And yes, I wholeheartedly, you know, want to do what's right and see something through versus... I don't know where I was going with that. I had another thought that just popped in my okay, head. Go when, with it. when you were going back to the whole um, sport thing. Yeah. That's really interesting because that is something that I heard someone else tell me. And I can't remember if it was maybe a prior conversation, but that we had even. But if you're going to sign up for something, you're going to do the whole thing. Right. And I feel like maybe in today's world, I don't know because our kids aren't involved in stuff yet. That a lot of the time it's like, oh, you don't like it after the second week. Okay, we don't, you know, just whatever. Right. And I'm such a proponent of doing exactly what your dad did to you guys, where it's see it through. <laughs> if you start it and you don't like it, I don't care. You're going to finish it through 
and then just don't do it next year. But here's a thing I think to note. Once again, it's because of the difference in generations. Yeah. You think back to the older generations, they didn't have the luxuries to change jobs because maybe there weren't, well, there weren't those opportunities. You couldn't sit online and drop ship all day from, you know, um, Alibaba or whatever. Yeah. Those opportunities weren't there. You would get locked into an industry and you're pretty much in there. Um, and then, yeah, going back to like sports, whatever, like I think back to we have our kids had them in swim lessons and you're like, we signed up, we got to use them. Definitely agree. You think back 30 years ago, if someone was signed up for swim lessons, if someone dropped 50 bucks or whatever it is for six weeks, you know, money's probably tight. Like people weren't as spoiled as they are nowadays. Yeah. People take a lot of stuff for granted. Yes, they do. And I think that's, um, I think that's also a trait of millennials is just maybe taking things for granted. 100%. Because I know I do that. And so that just justifies that statement even more. And I try to try to be better about it, but it's a mindset thing. I mean, I just, that's why I love to travel and I wanted to volunteer in a third world country because I'm like, you know, I just, I want to see what the world is like. And so when I went there immediately, it was completely eye opening and spending some time there really opened up my eyes and my mind and whoa, your mindset just changes And it's exactly that. I mean, people living here and only living here and only experiencing the United States of America. (sighs) Yeah, you're going to take a lot of stuff for granted (laughs) because, you know, being over in another country and just seeing and I wasn't even in like, you know, a really like low, low poverty country. Right. Developing country is what they like to be called nowadays, I think. Yeah. Everything's politically correct, you know. Right. But that was one thing where, you know, coming back, I'm like, wow, we have a lot of stuff here. A lot of stuff. And we don't need stuff. No. There's another quote. I forget who says it. It's like, um, like you don't own your possessions. Your possessions own you. Oh, yeah. Thing. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I was going to say something. Oh, um, so being a millennial, like, do you think, how do I want to word this? Like, what, what do you think is the greatest advancement during our time? Is it definitely like the computer information, internet age of things? Yes. So, and that's what I always get tripped up. You know, we're classified as millennials, but I think that's probably had the biggest impact. Yeah on us i mean i remember like as a fifth grader getting our first computer excuse me and like going getting online for the first time and like immediately you're just seeking out like chat rooms or whatever yes just because of that interaction like you're curious yes does, does that oh back? my gosh yes it's nostalgic that's a whole nother podcast episode but it is um yeah, and you know, I love reminiscing with other millennials when we talk about this, you know, in my, back in my day, you know, you sign on to AOL and you have to make sure that no one's going to call your landline, like, oh, right. grandma's calling at seven, make sure you're off by seven or whatever. Or I'd see my friends the next day and they're like, dude, I tried to call like three times and it was busy and I was like, oh, I was online. It's so funny. And it was just like the... Yeah, the modem sounds. Yeah. I've told you that story of when I was a senior in high school um, because we still had dial-up. Yes. That's what we had on the farm. And my basketball coach, I came into practice. We had like a morning practice before a game. We'd always have to shoot 100 free throws and a bunch of other crap before I were on game day. And anyways, he calls me into his room or maybe it was the locker room. And the first thing he said to me, he said, who is on your phone? for two and a half hours last night <laughs> he had been trying to call for like almost three hours because i was like probably online gaming or something at that point oh yeah oh yeah and he's like he shook my hand he's like congratulations you made like honorable mention for like the rock valley or whatever Aww. he's like i wanted to call tell you right away last night after you know we had picked everyone but i couldn't get through that's so, so funny I, th- I mean we had dial up even when i was in college 
Well, yeah, you guys are out in the, the middle of nowhere. Anyways, uh, before we wrap things up, I there was a workplace attitude on the Wikipedia page as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry, I gotta read through this. I saw something about okay, so it, it it's breaking down like the generations. So baby boomers resonate primarily with loyalty, work ethic, steady career path, um, and compensation when it comes to their professional lives. Generation X, on the other hand started shifting preferences towards an improved work-life balance and heightened focus on individual advancement, stability, and job satisfaction. Now, meanwhile, millennials place an emphasis on producing meaningful work, finding a creative outlet, and have a preference for immediate feedback. Hmm. I feel like that's pretty all pretty accurate. Yes, Because definitely the baby boomers, you know, it said, you know, steady career path. Yeah. Work ethic, loyalty. And then, yeah, definitely our, I mean, yeah, millennials. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just fascinating. Immediate All those... feedback. Yeah, they want that immediate feedback. And I think that's characterized by the, tying it back to the participation ribbon thing. You get that immediate feedback like you're a special butterfly. No, I mean... I didn't think of that right away. It was just like, oh, they want to know right away, like how they're doing the, or impatience, though, I guess is what, what I had mentioned. Earlier. Yeah, but I think it's a sign of the times. I mean, I blame the Internet technology, all that attention on that. span. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Kind of. Well, I'm just thinking back to after the Internet started and, you know, your ASL in right. <laughs> chat rooms and whatever and just not having the landlines and then the first cell phones coming out and you know, everything's just like, okay, wow. Like I can actually be somewhere and, you know, have a cell phone and call home. That's a new concept. I just think over the years of when the millennial generation started, it's a lot of, you know, it's fast, it's efficient. So that comes with us because we're just like, a little impatient. Right. And it's only gotten way worse, but today, but it's a sign of the times. I feel like we're going in that direction. So if we were sitting back and not wanting immediate feedback and being patient, I don't know, that would be kind of uncharacteristic of what the world is. Right. Sorry, I'm listening and trying to read at the same time because I scrolled down a little bit. It says further down, some employers are concerned that millennials have too great expectations from the workplace. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think they do, but it goes back to our society is like the fastest, the best, right. quickest. I don't know. Here's another one. All that. Some studies predict they will switch jobs frequently, holding many more jobs than Gen Xers due to their great expectations. So I think that's important because, it, it, I mean, it's kind of reiterating what we all had talked about, essentially. Turn your damn phone off. Um, Ma'am. <laughs> but essentially, it's like, okay, if I'm not getting it here, I'm going to go somewhere else because I know I can get it. Or like they have those big expectations. So if their expectations aren't getting met, they're just going to walk out the door and say, see you. Um, I agree with that, but to a certain extent. I think... I think there's a balance, right? I mean, I don't think immediately they're going to be like, I'm going to go somewhere else or, you know, whatever. But after a certain amount of time, they're going to do that. And if that certain amount of time is very small, right? then, you know, that is very millennial. But I've got one story I want to tell and then we can wrap this up unless you've got other things to add. Sure. Do you remember at my last job, um, I'll just tell a story because people mm-hmm. don't, obviously people don't remember. At my last job, we, I helped hire a guy onto our team and uh, he had been there for about a week or whatever. And then I went on vacation. I think it was when we went to Europe. I think I was gone for maybe two weeks and I came back. No, it was actually on April Fool's Day, I think. My boss had... Um, sent me like a Facebook message and you know, we didn't had spotty internet. So I didn't get it until we got in that night. I think we were in Amsterdam at the time. And all he said is, 
I won't use his name, but let's call him Bob. That's not his name. Bob came in this morning and dropped his laptop off and left. And I'm like, man, he must have really hated the job or something. Could he, he'd only been there a week, and he was still figuring out the ropes, obviously. It takes you a good month to settle into any place. At least. So come to find out, I mean, this is a stereotypical millennial. He is fresh out of college, and I'm not blaming him. I would have done the same thing. He put out all his resumes. He had interviews and all that. I think our uh, place of work, because I don't want to use names, had contacted him first saying, hey, you got the job or whatever. He took the job, got an offer somewhere else that was better after he had been with us for about a week, and he just said, that's a better offer. I'm going to go there now. And once again, I don't blame him because if he'd been there for a week, you can kind of see like, yeah, this isn't going to work out for me. So at least he wasn't too far invested. But it sucks from an employer standpoint because we had just interviewed probably five people and he was probably the best candidate. And now we were left with no one. Yeah. That, yeah, I do. That is the most millennial thing. <laughs> yes, I remember that. No you, loyalty. You telling me that? No baby boomer loyalty. I know, but to me, to me, that's just being smart. No, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not blaming the kid at all. I would have done the same thing. I mean, you do you. Yeah, I just. You do you and YOLO. <laughs> you do you and YOLO. This is the millennial mindset. I know, and I think it's only going to get worse for employers. But at the end of the day, I think employers need to shift their mindset as well. I think yeah, you have to. like millennials coming in and they have a different mindset and a different set of expectations. And you have HR for a company that's been around since, you know, the 1980s or um, sorry, way before that. I'm trying to think of whatever. For a long time, yeah, yeah, for a long time. And they are in that baby boom mindset. Isn't it fascinating? Because I'm thinking of even nowadays, the marketing that you see is so targeted. You have what are called influencers. Mm -hmm. And that is an audience catered to not just millennials, but whatever that next generation is after. That you stop, stop to scroll on Instagram for at least three to five seconds so that they'll click through to see your product. And shit, it gets me nowadays... Oh, yeah. Like on Instagram, if I see a product that actually has good photography and looks like good, I'll go and check them out. I know. That's not due to me sitting in a magazine magazine flipping through or seeing it on the TV screen. It's so easy nowadays, I feel like, if you know what you're doing and if you're targeting the right audience. Yeah, but I'm just talking about retainment. Totally. Because I feel like... You're talking about the business side of like HR retainment. I mean, I am because I feel like you have millennials coming in. I mean, we're going to take over the workplace a while because you have all the baby boomers retiring. Then you have, you know, it'll be Gen Gen X X and then whatever. But anyways, you get my point. And I feel like they, HR is just not shifting to help accommodate this type of mindset i don't think it's necessarily hr right because when you got big corporations they're kind of handcuffed hr is there for the company so if the company can't shift their mindset it's got to be a culture thing right it just can't be one department in the in the well no i'm just i'm saying the company by saying hr because they represent the company so they're going to be the ones that you know whatever but I think it's interesting because on that point, I know our employer of where where we are current day is shifting their mindset and I can see it and it's kind of cool. They're good though about that. Sorry to cut you off. I've only been there a year and I feel like they're good at getting feedback at least from the employees too. Yes, but that is a new initiative. So they weren't always like that. They have new things they're doing, like the surveys from, you know, us employees, whatever, to get that feedback. And then they're actually implementing, you know, what they're taking away from those they're, surveys. They're taking action, which is good to see because it, that just tells you that they're investing in their employee. And I've said that. I've told you that since I started working here. Yes, but I don't and I can't 
speak to this fully because I haven't been there that long, but I don't think they were always like that. I think they're shifting. They're noticing the marketplace and the millennials coming in and they're shifting. I see what you're saying. To really, you know, pick up on, okay, we care about you guys. We want feedback and we want to start taking steps to do stuff. The retention part. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Because they're noticing the marketplace is like, well, shoot, you know, you get all these millennials coming in and if we're not providing them with what they want, they're out. Well, and the whole other bag of tricks is how do you attract talent too? Well, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Man. But where I was going with that is um, one of the, the latest, I don't, not issues, but actions that they're taking from the latest survey is a career development program. Right. And I think that is amazing for any company. And it's really because at the other places of work that I have worked since graduating from college, they didn't have it. They didn't even have anything like it. And I think it's really cool to be a part of a company that's, in my eyes, you know, very old it's been around for a long time yeah shifting to the marketplace and the millennials career development hey that's kind of cool millennials want that they want a career path and they want to know where they're going the company is getting that feedback and now they're implementing something where they're like all right we need to develop a program where it's like what do you like to do what are your skill sets you know what do you want to focus on here you can go down this path and it can lead you to so a, B, and C for opportunities on the side. That's really cool. I mean, that is definitely cool, and it's nice to have. But I think it's, yeah, it's awesome that the employer is doing that. I think some of that falls on the employee, though, too, in terms of, and I've always been a proponent of this, you got to go out and kind of blaze your own path. So it's nice that it's being provided and that definitely they're going above and beyond in that aspect. They're helping you, right? That's always a plus. But I've also seen it too where you have the lazy employee that will just bitch and complain about their job. But then, you know, they have these other interests on the side, A, B, and C, but then they're not doing nothing to like foster it. Well, that won't, I think everyone knows that's not going to get you anywhere if you're not actually working. I know, but... There's people like that. And I don't know that I don't know if that's millennials. That's probably a different generation. Different generation. I think it's more okay, if people are fine where they are, that's fine. I just think millennials and younger people coming in want to know that there's a vision for the department or the position that they are in. Sure, I see what you're saying. At this company. So they know, hey, here's a path. Okay. You know, that's better than, oh, yeah, well, you have to be here, you know, five years and then we can maybe evaluate like what you want to do next. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I guess going off your point, not everyone's going to be like, yeah, I want to be the next manager of department A, B and C. Yeah, no. And I think it's more of just, okay, hey, there are opportunities here because millennials are searching for that, right? Like Mm -hmm. once they figure out what they want, they want the creative outlets, they want you know, to keep moving bigger, faster, whatever. They just want to know that it's there. Right. And I'm speaking from personal experience too. I've always been a part of companies that I just didn't know what I could do next. I could be an expert at my job. So would you say you get bo- you would get bored or w- complacent or? I think so. And that's me in particular. Well, right. And every individual is going to be different. Everyone's going to be different. Just if- us when we're so different if people are you know fine doing what they're doing every day like my mom she's like just tell me what to do i'll do it then done then i'm punching out but once again those are people just there for a paycheck yeah for sure but you know i think that's what we were kind of talking about definitely i like a challenge i don't like to be bored i like when i come into work i really have no idea what's gonna happen so here it's a you need some sort of fulfillment at the end of the day then, right? I mean, I think everyone does out of their job. Well, yeah. To I'm, know that you're doing something. I mean, at the end of the day, I'd always say this at my past. We're just selling shirts, right? Like, we're not changing the world. But 
that's not a really good mindset to be in. Like you still need to do the best at what you do. Whatever, whatever. If you're part of an assembly line and you're putting hubcaps on a tire, you got to be the best hubcap tire person out there. Yeah, and I think I've always had that mindset too, where I'm not thinking about you know what we're selling essentially because at the place that we're at now, there's a lot of customers that mm-hmm. depend on a service that we provide. I don't necessarily want to say it and go into yeah, detail, no, I know but then, mean. you know, and we're essentially profiting off of that and we get a lot of our profit from that service. Right. Good or bad, you know, whatever. But yeah. I just, at the end of the day, I'm not thinking, Oh, we're selling a, B and C. I'm thinking this is my job. I'm going to do it effing well. Right. Yeah, I was gonna gonna say something just to wrap that up. Is what we talked about earlier. It's like at the end of the day, you want to kind of look for ways to make your job efficient and do it the best that you can. Like like I said earlier, if you're not getting better, you're doing something wrong. Like you should always have the mindset. It's easier for me because I am on the creative thing, mm-hmm. and trends change and everything. So for me, as a visual part of the company, it's always like, how can I make that better? How can I make that brand better? Which is nice because I get my creative outlet daily. That's why I'm always happy. Well, yeah. And I think what I like about my job is I just, it's something different every single day, right? I go mm-hmm. into work and I'm like, eh, what's my email it's inbox? It's chaos every day. Well, you know, and there's balance, right? Yeah. There's ebbs and flows. I don't like chaos every day, but I do have a very healthy balance of like, okay, things are settled and things are crazy. Right. But that's life. You I can't know. enjoy the good without a little bad to spice it up. Yeah, no. It's yeah. So yin that's yang. that's what I I like. But even in my previous uh uh occupation, employers. Yes, thank you. Jobs. Jobs. <laughs> Woo. Um, I'll take words that describe jobs for 500. <laughs> Even in my other jobs, it was very, it was much more routine. But at the same time, there was a little bit of. Um, Excitement. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. I just don't think it was enough for me personally. Not enough chaos. No, because. I was on the buying side of things. Oh, I and see that's, what you're saying. Yeah, that's it's a bit per- sterile. It's pretty much the same. You know, you kind of know what you have to do season after season and A, B, and C, where on the web, obviously, everything changes and you can be super flexible and nimble and change it like that I think versus, that's a- you know, print in a catalog. It's yeah. printed, you know, it's done. So I think I personally just need so that. that's you. Because there's probably someone out there that's like, no, me as a buyer. I love it. And there is chaos every day. Well, not even that. They could be like, I know what I need to get done. And that's what I do. And then I'm okay with that. And then I'm out. And I know there's not going to be anything crazy going on at midnight or late in the night that I have to like fix or worry about. You know, it's just a different, different mindset. Totally. Man, we've bounced around tonight. I mean, we just came and sat down on the couch and said, let's talk millennial stuff. I mean, we could, there's plenty of other podcasts we can, or episodes we can go off of. Cause I do want to talk about like being a millennial parent and all that too at some point. Yep. Um, but do you have anything you want to say to wrap things up? You're shaking your head. No. They can't see you shake your head. I know. I think I just like doing it. Oh, okay. I'm just whip, I whip my hair back and forth. I know, right? <clears throat> no, I think during this talk, I've learned I'm. See, very typical millennial. I'm glad. Well, I mean, I'm not glad. Well, that's I not think I good was, or bad. I was in denial about it a little bit. But I that's to... why we do this because we haven't been really, I mean, this isn't really, it is published, but we haven't promoted this anywhere. We're doing this for us, right? Yeah. I mean, you learn it's a lot a about. It's a millennial thing to do, right? I know. It really is. But really, it, it's it's nice to just kind of not force yourself but it gives you a reason to sit down and chat about things well yeah and even just 
I'm learning a lot about you. You're probably learning a lot about me. It's just... Oh, I know all this about you already. It's fun to see it come to light, though. I know. But, you know, whenever you talk about something, it's like, wow, that really, like, gets your mind going. And at least for me, I'm like, okay, I was in denial about being a millennial. I'm a millennial. I do this. Well, here's a, B, the and thing. C. I am competitive. I didn't want to think I was competitive, but I'm competitive. With everything you're saying, though... I feel like people have, and maybe you included, a preconceived notion that if you label something, labels in general have a negative connotation, I feel like. How so? If if you didn't want to be labeled a millennial, you're going to deny it, which kind of sounds like is how you had been handling it. There's nothing wrong with be, being called a millennial. I know. I think I just need to get over that, and that's a very millennial thing. Labels. I don't know. I didn't, well, labels in general, it's I, it's too much of a broad stroke like we were talking earlier. Yeah. I guess I cared too much about that, and I really shouldn't. It should yeah. be, okay, yes, I am a millennial. This is how I am. Yeah. That should be our next like topic to discuss is just owning what you are. Like, yeah. In terms of if someone labels you, this is going to be a stretch because you're not and I'm not. But if someone labels you a racist, for example... Just be like, yeah, I'm a racist and I need to work on it. But it's because of the environment. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that could be a good episode. We could label each other. Ooh, that would be really fun. What? We should take notes and be like, all right, describe me. Give Throw as many stereotypes at me as you can and I'll throw them back at you. <sighs> Not how would, fun? How would that be fun? I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think it would be a good exercise, but. No. No? Okay. Well, let's think about what other millennial things we can tackle and talk about. Because I had fun with this one. This was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Okay. Um, I said, well, actually you said, let's keep this one short tonight. And I was at the half hour mark trying to like wrap things up. And I think <laughs> you kept talking. So I did. It's a good topic. Okay. 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 Bye. Love Have- you. Bye. Bye.